Raising daughters to be women of God has become very culturally challenging. We live in a culture that anything godly is old-fashioned and outdated. But before I lose every mom or dad out there that are raising all boys, you will have a daughter-in-law someday. And this week is a great opportunity to begin praying for your son's future wife, as well as teaching them what to look for in a wife. So join me this week as I talk about raising godly daughters. Hi, and welcome to the Raising Kids on Your Knees podcast. Raising Kids on Your Knees is a ministry dedicated to equipping you to pray and parent life into the lives of your children. I am your host, Tina Smith. Welcome to the show. I'm so happy you're here with me. My prayer for you is that your time here will help you grow in freedom and victory in Christ so that your prayers for your children are powerful and effective. that Proverbs 31 was written by a mother to her son describing what to look for in a wife. Me either, until I spent some time researching that topic. It gave me a whole different perspective on the Proverbs 31 woman. The inspiration for this week's topic came from a message I heard from a dear pastor friend of mine some 20 plus years ago. I've never forgotten it and the notes are still on the pages of my Bible to this day. You want your daughters to glorify God in all they do, especially as wives and moms. There are five very specific prayers on our prayer sheet this week to pray over your daughter and future daughter-in-law. The devotions will help you to become that role model for your daughter to follow. If you would like to receive our prayer sheet and devotions, head over to RaisingKidsOnYourKnees.org and subscribe. I would love for you to join a growing global community of prayer warriors who are praying and parenting life into the lives of their children. So where does raising a godly daughter begin? The Bible says in Romans 10, 9 and 10, that if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Raising godly daughters begins with your daughter having a personal relationship with Jesus. If your daughters have not received Jesus as their Lord and Savior, they will not be able to grow to be women of God. Praying for their salvation is your primary prayer for them right now. The underlying message of Proverbs 31 is for a son to find a woman who fears God and seeks his wisdom for all she does in her home. That is what we all should be striving for as a quote-unquote Proverbs 31 woman. Although an allegorical character, the Proverbs 31 woman is best translated as a woman of valor. Valor is not about what you do, but how you do it. Functioning as a Titus II woman in the New Testament is the very same thing. She is a woman who seeks God as a wife and mother and desires to glorify God before her husband and her children. Let's talk about the dress code of the godly woman. Did you know that the Bible has something to say about how we dress in 1 Timothy 2, 9 and 10? Here's what it says. I also want women to dress modestly with decency and propriety, not with braided hair or gold or pearls or expensive clothes, but with good deeds appropriate for women who profess to worship God. 
We should always be dressed in a way that would be comfortable if we were having tea with Jesus. This is a great rule of thumb when it comes to how you dress as well as how your daughters dress. Trust me, I know the uphill battle this can be in this culture. There are some outfits that show more skin than fabric. The raise your arms above your head belly button test comes with a huff and an eye roll every single time. As you see in today's verse, the way you dress should never distract from the good deeds you do for Jesus. The way you see yourself should never distract from the way you love yourself either. Mom, can we talk for just a minute? Body image is huge in our culture. If you aren't happy with the way you look, your daughters are going to catch that and they won't be content either. Before you take a step out the door today, ask yourself if you would be comfortable with what you have on if you were meeting Jesus for tea today. Also, ask yourself if you're content with the body God gave you. It is so important that we model these two things well for our daughters. The next point is so important. Our daughters need to have a right view of men. And they will get that from us. Ephesians 5.33 says, The wife must respect her husband. It is very easy for women to cop an attitude when it comes to men. I will be the first to confess. There are times when I think I know more than my husband does and can do things better than he can. It's an attitude of disrespect on my part. Shanti Feldhahn, in her book, For Women Only, says, While it may seem foreign to us, the male need for respect and affirmation, especially from his woman, is so hardwired and so critical that three out of four men would rather feel unloved than disrespected or inadequate. God has hardwired our men for a deep desire to be respected by their wives. As a woman, it is critical that you understand this concept and teach it to your daughters. Nothing will deflate the man in your life more than for them to feel like you don't respect them. Our daughters are watching how you treat your husband. Chances are they will treat their men in their lives the very same way. Do you respect your husband whether he deserves it or not? And while we're talking about how we get in trouble with what we say, it is always a good reminder that the law of kindness is always on our tongues. One of the things that Proverbs 31, 26 says, she speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. Let's face it, ladies, our tongues get us in trouble a lot. The Bible has much to say about our tongues. They speak life or death, blessing or cursing, and lift up or tear down. The godly woman is a woman who has control of the words that come out of her mouth. She thinks before she speaks, and when she speaks, the law of kindness is on her tongue. A good rule of thumb before you say anything about anyone is to ask yourself, if they are the words that you would want spoken about you. What our mamas taught us is true. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. As godly women, it is imperative that we learn to bridle our tongues. And I'm going to wrap this up with the most important thing you can teach your daughters, and that is to be a woman who prays for her children. 
Romans 12, 12 says, be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, and faithful in prayer. Motherhood is one of the hardest jobs you will ever do. Can I get an amen on that? Your best parenting is done on your knees. Training your daughters to be prayer warriors for their family is the best thing you can teach them about motherhood. A woman who prays for her children gives her children a distinct advantage in the spiritual realm. Prayer paves a path for the Holy Spirit to work in their lives like nothing else will. Praying for your daughters and allowing them to see the power of your prayers for them is a strong encouragement for them to do the same as they begin to raise their families. Let us be a generation of prayer warriors that raise a generation of prayer warriors. Our daughters will be women who set the tone in their homes. We want them to be the thermostat and not the thermometer. In other words, we want them to be women of influence within the walls of their homes. A thermostat controls the atmosphere and a thermometer responds to it. Let me pray for you this week as we walk out what it looks like to be a godly woman before our sons and daughters. Heavenly Father, thank you so much, Lord Jesus, that you have given us your word and given us a picture of what it looks like to be godly women. May we be those women and may we raise them. Lord, for those of us who are raising sons, may we teach them what it looks like to find a godly woman to spend their lives with. Lord, I thank you and I praise you for what you're going to do. In Jesus' name, amen.